Welcome to a Swifty Snapshot Podcast. Hi, I'm Silver. This is a podcast about Taylor Swift. Each episode, I go through a different song from Taylor's discography. I started with her debut album and will be going until, well, who knows at this point. For each song, I delve into the history behind the music, break down the lyrics, and talk about what the song means to me. Every so often, I invite a fellow Swifty to have these discussions with. Each episode finishes with the segments Taylor's Trends and this week's version of Taylor. Jump, fall, and become even more enchanted with Taylor alongside me. Are you ready for it? Welcome back to a Swifty Snapshot Podcast. Hi, I'm Silver. Apologies for the week off between seasons, but that just means that I am all the more ready to dive into the Red Era. What a beast of an album this is. Red Taylor's version has 30 tracks on it, which means these episodes and this season will carry us through summer 2023. So let's waste no time and get right into it. Today's episode is episode one of season four and the Red Taylor's version era. Gosh, it is so good to be back in a Taylor's version era again. I did miss it. Today's song is track number one, State of Grace, Taylor's version, and track number 20, State of Grace, acoustic version, Taylor's version. State of Grace was written by Taylor Swift. The stolen version was produced by Taylor and Nathan Chapman, and Taylor's version was produced by Taylor and Christopher Rao. The original stolen version was released as a promotional single on October 16th, 2012. This is the only promotional single from Red that wasn't reissued as an official single. Then, both the original and acoustic stolen versions were released on the album release on October 22nd, 2012. Finally, the OG and acoustic Taylor's version were released on the album re-release on November 12th, 2021. For the purposes of this episode and this season, let's review some of these abbreviations that I use. So when I say SV, that means stolen version. TV, Taylor's version. OG is original. That one's pretty self-explanatory. And AV is acoustic version. So I'll be using those abbreviations interchangeably throughout the episodes and season. State of Grace TV is about the tumultuous feelings evoked by the first sights of love. Taylor described it by saying, I wrote this song about when you first fall in love with someone, the possibilities, kind of thinking about the different ways that it could go. It's a really big sound. To me, this sounds like the feeling of falling in love in an epic way. Although it has never been explicitly confirmed, the lyric just twin fire signs within the context of the album all but confirms the song is about Jake Gyllenhaal. Why do I think that Taylor chose this song to be the first track of the Red album? Well, I think that it had something to do with a preview or a warning of the outcome of the rest of the album. The sound definitely diverts from the Speak Now era and sets us up with what we will hear. There are also so many religious and mythological undertones that I'll dive into deeper during the lyric breakdown, so stay tuned for that. There are lyric music videos for State of Grace, OG, and AV TV that were both released on November 12th, 2021. The first performance of State of Grace was on November 15th, 2012, during the second season of the U.S. version of The X Factor. 
It was performed on December 7th, 2012 at Z100 Jingle Ball at Madison Square Garden in New York City. Taylor performed it at all venues of the Red Tour as the first song on the set list. She wore either her white fitted lace rose pattern collared shirt or a white button collared shirt with black trim, high-waisted black leather shorts, a black brimmed hat, and red loafers. She began the song and the concert behind a red curtain illuminating her silhouette, and then the curtain dropped after the first part of the song at the top of a staircase, which she then descended while singing. It was last formed on July 10th, 2018, as a part of the Acoustic Surprise song set on the Reputation Stadium Tour in Landover, Maryland. State of Grace is certified gold in the U.S. The hidden message is, I love you doesn't count after goodbye. The OGTV State of Grace belongs to the Could You Be the One chapter. The AVTV doesn't belong to any chapter. Let's get into the lyric breakdown for State of Grace, original and acoustic version, Taylor's version. Introduction. In the OG, it's an upbeat arena rock song intro with chiming guitars and dynamic drum beats. In the acoustic version, it is just a simple guitar strumming of the melody. The AV intro is only about two-thirds the length of the OG intro, the OG intro being the longer version of the introduction. Verse 1. I'm walking fast through the traffic lights. What a way to start red, to start the era. Taylor often uses traffic to signify something much larger going on than just rush hour. In this case, I believe it's to signify how this love took her by surprise as she was just going about her daily busy life. And we'll see that as the song goes on. Also, how it should never have found her because of the busyness. She was too caught up in the logistics. That is why it shouldn't have happened, but it did. And I'll continue to touch on that. Busy streets and busy lives, and all we know is touch and go. Is Taylor hinting here at casual relationships slash intimacy here? Is that what this means? We are alone with our changing minds. I almost feel like this describes the paralysis of choice that is modern dating. Now, keep in mind, this song first came out when Taylor was 22. So it wasn't as popular then to do online dating, but modern dating had definitely evolved and has some similarities to what it is now over 10 years later. Take online dating. It's difficult to commit to one because there are always endless options, but yet this variety leaves us even more alone and lonely. So keeping our options open isn't always the most fulfilling option. And it still is a choice to keep your options open. It's interesting. We fall in love till it hurts or bleeds or fades in time. These are the only versions of love Taylor knows up until this point. And she's also telling us that she has given up on happily ever after. Chorus one. And I never saw you coming. Taylor was too busy, walking too fast, keeping it too casual. And I'll never be the same. So much is said in these two little lines that make up the chorus. The ripple effect, the impact. It shocked her literally into a new era of life 
After the first chorus, the original version of the song repeats a bit of the intro for a small musical interlude, whereas the AV goes straight into verse two. You come around and the armor falls, pierce the room like a cannonball. Taylor uses battle imagery here in her lyrics, suggesting a war in love, suggesting that walls and barriers she has erected when she has been hurt or bled. But this love, this love hit her like a cannonball. It's so strong, so impactful. Now, all we know is don't let go. This lyric suggests a hardcore dependency, a lifeline, if you will. Too much, too fast. We are alone, just you and me. This is the us against the world sensation. Up in your room and our slates are clean. So viewing this lyric with the lens of the title means seeing this as a state of redemption, the state of grace, a state of forgiveness, if you will, if you are to use religious terminology. As I mentioned earlier, Taylor uses this religious imagery and themes throughout this song, and that lends itself to that thematic element. Just twin fire signs, four blue eyes. Now, here's the lyric that gives it all away. Fire signs, as in Sagittarius, as in Taylor's birthday is December 13th and Jake's birthday is December 19th. Blue eyes, they both have blue eyes. But right now, at the beginning of the album, these fires, they seem to be lighting each other and burning for each other, but it quickly turns into an out-of-control blaze. And we see that as the album progresses. It's so brilliant. Pre-chorus one, we only have one random pre-chorus here, or it could be like a pre-bridge. Mm, it's, it's a very random section of songwriting. So you were never a saint. More religious themes here. Taylor suggesting the clean slate wasn't as clean as she initially thought. And I loved in Shades of Wrong. So here, here we get our first inkling of the red theme and the use of color in all its Taylor spectrum. I'll go more into it next week, but this use of shades of a color is something Taylor has returned to countless times. Think of the song Red. Think of Maroon. There's so much here by Taylor writing, I loved in shades of wrong because she associates colors with right and wrong. We learn to live with the pain. The customization of this pain as normal is a dangerous thing. Yes, pain is inevitable. And yes, denial of it is just as dangerous. But to accept it as forever also isn't the answer. Mosaic broken hearts. Love that line. Mosaic reminds me of stained glass windows, which reminds me of would have, could have, should have. This took place after John. So Taylor is already entering with a stained soul, which also is a religious train of thought. But this love, brave and wild. Taylor sings this almost as a battle cry or a wail or a mantra, as if to exclude the previous concerns in the rest of the pre-chorus. She justifies this love to herself and the world, and she's standing firm. Chorus two, and I never saw you coming. In the acoustic version, there is no and. The lyric just reads, I never saw you coming, and I'll never be the same. And then the bridge. This is a state of grace. We don't get the title lyric until the bridge. This is the first time this has happened in Taylor's music. This is also another method Taylor is using to signify the start of this new era, this shift in songwriting. 
this is the worthwhile fight. Taylor believes it to be worthwhile because the love is brave and wild, despite all the warnings and toxicity and history. Love is a ruthless game unless you play it good and right. This is such a dangerous line. It shows that mosaic broken heart of hers, she mentioned earlier, love is only a game to her. So if she wants to experience it at all, it has to be good and right. Think though, how much her view of love changes as the eras progress. Thankfully, she does heal. But right now, this is her version of love. These are the hands of fate. This lyric, this lyric right here supports my opening theory about Taylor was too caught up in the logistics of life that this love never should have found her. But she gives credit to fate because there is no explanation for how these things lined up. You're my Achilles heel. Alongside the religious symbolism is mythical themes as well. When Taylor talks about armor and piercing before, it lends itself to the Achilles mythological story and the fact that Jake was able to pierce the one spot that wasn't protected. There's so much there. This is the golden age of something good and right and real. There is so much to impact in this lyric alone. First of all, golden age. Golden age refers to a time of peace and prosperity, a utopia, if you will. Taylor believes herself to be in this era now. This is the brave and the wild. This is the clean slate. But then see how she defines golden age. So golden age means good, right, and real. She already talked about good and right as it being the strategy with which to play this love game. So right there, that's already a huge problem. How can a golden age, meaning peace, be a time of strategy in a game? Those two don't go together. It can't. But that doesn't mean Taylor is completely off in her attempts here. She knows what she wants and is striving for. She is striving for this golden love, this golden age, which she does return to in the future. But here, she has misidentified what it actually means because it is still a game to her. But this is the final element that turns this whole thing on its head. The last descriptor she uses is real. Because what she's going through is real and it is true and it is valid. Then it does stand to reason she is in a golden age. Not a golden age she would describe in years to come. But what she is in right now isn't a game to her. This lyric is so layered with numerous meanings that I could spend so long talking in circles just within this one lyric. It is both and it is above and it is shadowed and flawed, but it is real. Ugh, so good. Course three, and I never saw you coming and I'll never be the same O. There's a slight difference between the same O lyric between the OG and AV. Taylor holds same longer in the OG and spends less time on the O, whereas the opposite is true in the AV. Course four, and I never saw you coming and I'll never be the same. In the OG, we hear the lyrics underneath the chorus. So you were never a saint and I loved in shades of wrong. We learned to live with the pain, mosaic, broken hearts, but this love is brave and wild. And then the outro for both versions. This is the state of grace. This is the worthwhile fight. Love is a ruthless game unless you play it good and right. The end. Now, what does state of grace mean to me? This such a good song, such a good propelling into this red era. I think I underrated in my mind unintentionally 
but it has so much applicability and relatability. I'm not currently in this state, pun intended, but I've definitely been in there in the past. And that is what State of Grace, Taylor's version, means to me. Let's talk Taylor's trends. This is the part of a Swifty snapshot where I highlight different trends that Taylor uses in her lyrics. We have six potential trends to choose from. The weather trend, the colors trend, the calendar trend, the time of day trend, the style trend, and the transport trend. Let's see what trends Taylor used in this song. There's trends. First category, the transport trend. Lyric for half a point, I'm walking fast through the traffic lights. Total of a half point for the transport trend. Second category, the style trend, half a point for the lyric, you come around and the armor falls, bringing us to a total of half a point of the style trend. And category colors trend, lyric like twin fire signs for blue eyes, lyric this is the golden age, total of two colors trends, bringing us to a total of three Taylor's trends. This week's version of Taylor. Join me every week to discuss breaking Taylor news, whether that's spottings, Easter eggs, social media presence, or general Taylor news. Let's see what she's been up to recently. Okay, Taylor news. On February 5th, we have the Grammys. In the pre-show, All Too Well, the short film won Best Music Video. Taylor tweeted about her win saying, I can't put into words what this means to me for the Recording Academy and my peers to acknowledge me as a director and in doing so acknowledge my work to try and reclaim my music. I'm blown away. Thank you to all the fans who willed this to happen. Taylor attended the Grammys wearing a stunning midnight blue two-piece dress with glitter detail. The top was long-sleeved and cropped, reminding me of a 1989 moment. The bottom was a high-waisted long skirt with a train. She wore her hair up in a high bun and had these stunning four-piece large metallic jeweled earrings. The earrings had five purple stones on them. She did a Glambot video on the red carpet. She didn't win anything during the televised show, but she was such a supportive audience member. The camera flashed to her quite frequently. It was so wonderful to see her interacting with her peers and colleagues. Then she hosted her own after party, and we got numerous pictures that serviced from the event. Of course, she had an outfit change for it. On February 9th, Taylor released Lavender Haze, the Felix John remix. And on February 13th, Taylor surpassed 245 million Instagram followers, and a lover live from Paris, heart-shaped vinyl, was released on the Taylor store for a Valentine's treat. That's all for this week's version of Taylor. Taylor's Trends, and State of Grace, original and acoustic version, Taylor's version. Next week, I will be going through Red, Taylor's version. Don't forget to follow and subscribe on all the platforms so you don't miss any content or episodes. And on that note, come back, be there. Be there.